and welcome to Season 1, Episode 17, Friday Night Insights, your favorite Friday Night Lights podcast a bunch of years later. I think we figured out how many years later last time, but I have totally forgotten. My name is Sam. I am joined with co-host Mackenzie. Mackenzie, what do you do? I disregard recipes. Good for you. We'll get into it. We are usually taped in front of a live studio audience, but today we are not. Unfortunately, our studio audience could not join us as a studio audience because she's a visitor, a guest. We are here with <laughs> Vanessa Vega, my girlfriend. Hi, Vanessa. Oh, hi. Hi, Sam. Hi, Mackenzie. Welcome Hi, Vanessa. To How are you today? The podcast. What do you do, Vanessa? Yeah, what do you do? Um, I force my boyfriend to move to Texas. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> into it. I, I am into it. I feel like it's less of a force with the situation. But yeah, let's roll with that. Yeah. I would prefer if you forced him to move to Albuquerque, but I'm not going to hold any grudges. Yeah, I get it. For too long. Yeah, we will get you to move to the great state of Texas at some point. Mackenzie has a little giraffe toy. I believe it's a um, giraffe It's a giraffe. Yeah, that's what they're called, and that's what we are. So, I think we should have sex. (laughs) That's the name of this episode. Is a thing you should say to few people as you can. I think that it's, uh, that's good advice for life. <laughs> so, um, this episode of Friday Night Lights is titled, I Think We Should Have Sex. And the Hulu description is, Julie drops a bomb on an unsuspecting mat when she says she's ready to have sex. So Wow, and it truly was a bomb, wasn't it? It was a... It came yeah. from nowhere. And it was not worded like that. <laughs> It was very similarly rooted to that. Um, we generally have a few segments before we get into this. Um, yeah. What What are the segments we've missed so far? We, I don't know that they're formal segments. It's just that we talk a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Mackenzie? There's a what um, are you drinking segment. Is there not? Oh, yeah. The what are you drinking segment is um, new to today's episode. Welcome to today. I have got a tangerine white claw, two gram carbs, 100 calories, made pure. <laughs> Gluten-free. I am so glad I know the nutritional value of your drink. Uh, do you want to know how much sodium is in it? Absolutely. 20 milligrams. Mine Can't doesn't do tell me that stuff. Gotta have that salt. Yeah, gotta have that salt. Mine what are you drinking? Mine tells me none of that. I am drinking um, Jack Daniel's Southern Peach Country Cocktail. Delicious. My tastes like a peach. What about you, Vanessa? tastes like peach juice. Mmm. That sounds a little better than a mango white claw, which is what I'm drinking. What are you saying better than? This mango white claw is it's one of the good. best things. It's very good. So that's what we're drinking. This has been What Are You Drinking? What a good segment. <laughs> um, last week we didn't have a thing. We were rolling. We were on like four weeks in a row and then we didn't have a thing called Friday it's Night It's my Insights. fault, guys. It's yeah. my fault. Yeah. Mackenzie bailed. She said that she was too busy to do it because this is a very draining activity for Mackenzie. 
and a less draining activity was playing Catan for the six hours we played last weekend. <laughs> it instead. turned out to not actually be less draining because <laughs> Sam won like every time. I had the greatest night of Catan playing I think that has ever happened. I won four in a row and it was it great. It was stupid. Was it? It was stupid. It was so dumb. I hated every second of it. Vanessa, <laughs> how did you feel about it? Well, I wasn't, I didn't lose that many times. Yeah, she didn't I come till that game four. didn't play till the last game. Or five. Oh, and then you won the last game, didn't you? No, then no. Ray Rizakis won. Oh, yeah. friggin' Ray. <laughs> yeah, so. Guys, uh, don't play Catan with Ray Rizakis or Sam. Well, Mackenzie, you they have win. slaughtered us many a time. So if you That's really want to play Catan and have fun, play me. Wait, was it Ray or was story. it? It was. I think it was Ray. It, it might have been Michaela. Michaela no. also did a similar thing where we were playing a lot and then. <gasps> no, Michaela did win. I think it was different nights. Here's the thing oh, about yeah, our baby. new core no life. <laughs> Every day is exactly the same. <laughs> And Correct. we play a very large amount of Catan. So if you're interested in winning a game of Catan with the hosts of Friday Night Insights, just add us and we'll play yeah, with you. I'm Mackenzie J96. Add me. I'm Sam Johnson. And I am addicted to Catan. Um, is this Catan Anonymous? I think this is Catan Anonymous. Ah, oh, crap. Cataners. Catan. I Catan. wasn't settlers. ready for this. We're the settlers. Anonymous. <laughs> anonymous settlers. Except that we just gave our name. They know our names. It's not very oh, anonymous. Um, so I think we need to come up with a new. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, no. Get right on that. Do we usually talk about what we've been watching at the beginning or at the end? Are I think that's rules? at the end. Okay, that's a next thing. Yes, Vanessa, just... there are very strict rules, and I would expect that you know the rules of the podcast before. As a multi time member of our live <laughs> studio audience, you should know this. Obviously. Hey, what are the rules yeah. again? What are the rules? <laughs> I don't know. Ah. That's a um, great song. What have you been doing other than Katam? I've been teaching a fair amount. I've been, uh, I've been, while I've been teaching, Vanessa's been packing this house up. Um, I've been eating an extraordinarily <laughs> large amount. Guys, um, every time that I text him about food, he's like, wow, I'm hungry. That sounds great. Yeah, you're my problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so this is a thing that I feel like needs to be talked about because I seriously was the happiest human being alive when it happened. Um, and so I feel the need to share it with everyone. Go for it. So this week, um, I decided... Oh, okay, so I need to give some some context for this story. So six months ago... Oh, God. Uh, this is how I tell stories, y'all. I start with six month ago now context. Back Occasionally I back up... how you tell the story. We need a significant yeah. amount of backstory. Come yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> This is who I am. Um, so six months ago, I was helping coordinate a holiday breakfast party situation for my work. And we had done a bunch of shopping at Costco to get some ingredients. We did, we've been doing this waffle bar. It's a great, it's a big hit. Like people really like it. Good time. So we did a waffle bar and we bought a massive bag of waffle or pancake mix from Costco. 
and like brought in a bunch of stuff to help prep that. And I brought in um, some measuring cups and bowls and etc. to help set that up and, you know, finish it all. And I actually had to go to class immediately after. So I wasn't able to help throw things like clean things up and put things away. Um, I just like everyone else did it. I picked my stuff up. I want to say the next day. And when I picked it up the next day and I took it home, I realized that one of my cup measures was missing. My one cup measure. And guys, I want to tell you that I'm extraordinarily passionate about these cup measures. Why? Because they're the best. What makes them so good? They're so good. First of all, they're going to last me forever. Uh-huh. It's like a buy it for lifetime purchase. Yeah. Look, they were a little pricey. But it's fine because they have engraved um, like numbers on them so that you will like it's never going to rub off. You're always going to know that it is a one cup measure. Are they scoopable? Are they good at scooping? They're great at scooping. They're so good at scooping. Um, You're never going to have to worry about the handle bending from the weight of what you're scooping because they're like a thick stainless steel that is never... I've going never to had that problem. I don't know really? what oh, I have measuring that are so heavy. Gold. I, I, <laughs> I really don't know how you have gold flakes for your have. waffle bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, gold gets really heavy, Vanessa. Okay. Um, right, so I'm very right. passionate about these cup measures. And so it was so distraught when I couldn't find this like I looked everywhere in my house I texted a couple of my coworkers and I was like hey did that somehow end up going home with you I went back to the conference room that we'd held this event in and it wasn't there and I was so sad about it I waited a couple thinking like oh it'll probably turn up but it didn't turn up and so I bought another set of them (laughs) oh god for the one cup for the one, because it was the one cup measure is the most important one. She's not wrong. The one cup is one of the only ones you can use another cup to take its place, like a half cup. You just but need it's twice the amount. Okay, but you need six cups of flour. I don't want to have to. I'm gonna lose count if I have to count out it's twelve true. It's half very cups hard of for flour to, to count to All twelve. Right, I'm right, bad at right. counting. <laughs> she changed her major from math. Which is, I assume, just counting, advanced yeah. counting. Um, um, so I bought a new set of these because I couldn't live my life without the one cup measure. And I also truly believe that you can't have too many sets of measuring cups. Mm-hmm. Um, I have three, just in case y'all were wondering. So th- we've got the two all-clad sets. Um, the two all-clad the, the, sets. The, and the a, brand name was not said Now yet. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're all clad, by the way. Um, I have spent more than $100 on all clad <laughs> measuring cups in I my life. I can't say I love that number. Because I, well, so part of the problem is, well, I mean, you already know the part of the problem where I bought two sets of yeah, the normal yeah. ones. But then I also bought the odd-sized sets so that I have a cup and a half, three-quarters of a cup, and two-thirds of a cup. With how much you're baking, mm-hmm. that's probably a heavy utility item yeah i like i like those odd size i have never regretted the purchase 
I will have it for the rest of my life unless I lose it. Hmm. And speaking um, of... But anyways, speaking of, to tie this story <laughs> up, <laughs> um, this week I decided I wanted to make some pancakes for dinner. And yum. Yeah, yum. Love me some breakfast for dinner last dinner. night. It was great. It's great. I need to make steak for dinner tonight, I think. Oh, I hate before you. My... We're going to order some food I at some point tonight. I need to, but, like, I'm not. <laughs> no, I have a steak in my fridge that has probably been there longer than I than it should have been there, and I might get sick from eating it. Delicious. But I'm not throwing it away. Can't wait. Um, Do it. So I decided to make pancakes, and I opened the bag of pancake mix, apparently for the first time in six months, because I open it, and I look down, and the first thing I see is my one cup measure. Yeah! (laughs) And so I'm sorry that I just wasted like the last eight minutes of your life on that story. You know what? I don't think you are sorry one bit. I'm not sorry. This episode is sponsored by Allclad. It's not, but it should be. And what I love is that I already knew the end of this story because Mackenzie sent me a picture when she found them immediately. So, oh, I literally told everyone about it yeah. when it happened. It was it like a newborn baby for her. Yeah, it was I was so incredible. stoked. I texted like five people when it happened. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> Two people who were like involved in the actual story and I like had asked them if they had it at their homes and sort of was like low-key side-eyeing them and I was like you stole my cup measure okay but like really though if you had accidentally gotten somebody's all-clad measuring cup would you give it I back? wouldn't return it yeah that's what I'm saying right there yeah no like I would I don't blame them <laughs> if they had stolen it I wouldn't have blamed them because they're that good yeah. how many they also have, cups are in the set um so the normal size set is four cups so it's a fourth a quarter cup, a third of a cup, a half cup. So twelve dollar cups. I I want to say that $12. the the normal set also comes with the like the teaspoon measures. Oh, that's even better. Um, and so I spent forty dollars. I think, unless it doesn't, and okay. it's possible that it doesn't. This is I'm not sponsored by Allclad, but it's a heavy recommendation from this here Mackenzie. Um, I, I feel like Sam's on my side, too. <laughs> Friday Night <laughs> Lights episode. Oh, yeah. Back to our regular Back to our regular scheduled, scheduled programming. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> well, um, my prediction. This is my prediction. They probably should not my, my, actually my have sex. Prediction. Yeah. You well, should I mean, make that like a jingle. Is not a prediction. It's just a hearty suggestion. It's Mackenzie suggests to Julian Matt, circa 2007. Hey kids, don't. don't. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. That's my professional recommendation. Yeah, I mean. I'm just saying right now, we haven't seen them get in any sort of dirty enough way up to this point that would make me think it would happen. Yeah, like, there has not been a natural progression. No. Like, what are you doing, Julie? Yeah, many Whatever. of us know No, we'll get into that. Do you think that it's you know, just how there. much she's been hanging out with Tyra Collette that she's like, 
if I'm gonna be a woman of the world like Tyra, I gotta get the data on sex. I think it's the Tyra and the strip club. She she Just, didn't think about it at all before last week. <clears throat> I well. Not, I'm not saying that, but, like, just being around Tyra more. Also, like, teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the beginning... That's also of, a factor. Absolutely. The beginning of this episode is hard because we don't get any context before. There's it's none. Not, no. We're just like, okay, where did this come from? Which makes me think it's just a teenagery thing of, like, you know, I probably know somebody who knows somebody, and it seems like that's a thing. You know. And yeah, maybe someone said something and she was like, shit, gotta collect some data. Yeah. Also, who approached <laughs> Whatever. Get, we'll get, we'll get, get to get. more of this stuff as we more get into data. it. Yeah. Currently, yeah. we've only said the name of the show, which so, is, I think we should have sex. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I also said that Julie said that she dropped a bomb on unsuspecting Matt when she said she's ready to have sex, mm-hmm. which makes this the second time I've said that. So, first scene, Tim and his dad are shark in the pool. Shark in the pool. And yeah, then, they're palling around. Yeah, just, you know, stealing some money from some unsuspecting chumps. Tim, that is my favorite hobby. Stealing to money? To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's the last person you stole money from? That last chump. Probably you. Yeah. And then Tim <laughs> throws a pool ball at Mean Dude's back, and he fights back. Well, only after that guy was mad at his dad because he thought they were cheating. Yeah, they're sharking. Sharking is, like, not technically cheating, but it's not good sportsmanship. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Not good sportsmanship. If you're going in and you lose a few bucks and you're like, haha, I'm so bad, bet me $5,000, and then you just destroy them, that's, like, not nice to do. I feel like I would do that in Catan. <laughs> you would just like lose a round of Catan against some people who don't know how to do it. Would when are yeah. we going to get into high stakes Catan? Look, I think um, that's for soon probably. Time. That's the road we're going down for yeah. sure. I feel like we shouldn't because we would all become quickly destitute. Well, to and, Michaela and Ray and. The, <laughs> <laughs> the rage. You say we that like also... Michaela is consistently good though. Is she not? I feel like she went, She doesn't play nearly as often as the rest of us, and she comes in and always wipes the floor. Sometimes. I think it's because we underestimate her. Yeah, from past And don't see her as a threat. Yeah. Mm. And so you're spending all of your time and resources attacking me with everything that you have. Does it and pay Michaela's off for able me? To sneak Almost around. always, except for when <laughs> Michaela's there. But I guess that tonight I'll split it between, like, more of you. Okay, here's what I gotta say about this. So y- <laughs> you can already hear the rage that accrues from just talking about it, let alone playing it, let alone if we had any stakes going. Okay, oh, I would love a we steak. play zero stake Catan, and yet we become so enraged. I lost earlier today, and I said a GG very politely. I said GG also. It was yeah. a very polite interaction. It was a very polite interaction. We that came was up a with very good win out of me. You did really well. Um, last game, Michaela started getting very angry. We told her our rules and she didn't agree. What are the rules of Catan, Mackenzie? What are the rules? Um, play to win. 
play to win. Yes. Every everyone plays to win. Um I don't remember the other rules. That's pretty much it. Like just expect no that everyone's going to play to yeah, no rage quitting. No rage quitting. Also no rage throwing the game to another person so that the game can be over. Play to win even when you set up so terribly at the beginning that you have nothing to do for the rest of the game. And here's the thing. It's your fault when that happens. We've all been through it. We everyone. It's happened to everyone. Um, I also have a theory that it is impossible for the person who uh, settles first to to win. win. Yes, correct. Didn't you settle first this morning? I don't know, maybe. You settled first this morning and well, you won. Well, when it's only a couple people, it's different, but I don't I don't know. Anyways, let's get back to it, shall we? Uh, I do want to say that Sam and I are good enough now that we can beat the masters. Uh, the robots. The master bots like without, without much work. That's great. It's... When we first started a month and a half ago, we lost to bots. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of Catan, guys. (laughs) And honestly, like, without that, what would our core be like? Worse, likely? Worse? Yeah, like, it would be very bad. It would be bad. I'm not saying it's great to begin with. (laughs) Like, even with Catan, it's not great. If we didn't have this move coming up, it would be even worse somehow. Because it's like, this at least gives me an out. It's like, okay, I can wait one more week, and then I'm doing something. Yeah. Yeah, you have, like, something that you're able to look forward to. So I'm really excited for that. Not excited for buying a fridge, but I think we found one that looks good enough. So Which one? It's a Samsung. (laughs) Okay. That's All right. Like. Samsung's a, a solid brand. Yeah. I I I was looking at the reviews on the Costco, and this one just seemed to have the features I want, aka it's massive. And is it a twenty-eight cubic feeder? It is, and oh, it yeah, is very right. big, and it has the 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 indoor stuff, but it also inside the door. It, like, fills up a pitcher, which yeah. is pretty interesting. It has, like, this autofill pitcher thing. It's literally I think I want a new filtering pitcher. Yeah. You can have ours if we you want it. No, I don't like yours. Okay, go hell. <laughs> Julie, guys, 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 guys. We are 22 minutes in. We've said 13 words about Friday Night Lights. Okay, go. This has happened before. I know. But I also have 578 words of notes, and I think that this is one oh, of the best episodes of the season. Yeah, this I was... think this is one of the best episodes of Friday Night Lights that I've seen. I have a thousand words of notes. Yeah, so we got a lot to get through, and I don't want it to be a three-hour. today. Because I want to go beat Michaela at Catan, and by that I mean I want to eat a lot. Okay. And so we got to get through this for both of those things to happen. Okay, so what's happening next? <laughs> okay, so Sharky Boys. And then next we jump to Matt and Julie studying Spanish. Um, and then they really aren't trying to study Spanish. They study for like They're one to make word. Out. And then they do some face stuff. They try to study stuff. their bodies. Some, some making of out. And then Julie um, and drops then, a bomb on well, unsuspecting Matthew when she wait, says first, she's... What? First, 
Hands off Grandma my tapioca. That's not till hands off my tapioca. That's not till after, <laughs> y'all. No, Wait. it's no, before. it's before. Wait, then I skip Okay, I get it. Um she studying said, hands okay. off my tapioca. Can we please re- re- redo this? I'm sorry, I was reading the description, <laughs> not the notes of the scene. Julie and Matt are studying each other's mouths. Grandma bursts in. Hands off my tapioca, Matthew. I have never related to Grandma more in my life. Yeah. Literally. Love me some tapioca. I write my notes like an old person on legal pad, and I gave that a full, like, spaces around. Hands off my tapioca. It's important. Yeah, who does that tapioca, love tapioca is good, guys. I love pudding. I'm going to create a poll and see who of you likes tapioca. Okay. Yes. Or maybe Please you should respond. do like a different sort of poll and just be like, what's your favorite pudding flavor? And give chocolate, vanilla, tapioca just to see. Butterscotch? Butterscotch. Yeah. Butters scotch. Ooh, pistachio. Uh, butters. I love me some pistachio pudding. I've never even had pistachio pudding. Ooh, That's not making the poll. You missing out. And in fact, there was a whole Sesame Street thing where there was a monster who used to mess up saying it and go pistachios, pudding. And it was my sister's favorite thing when she was a kid. She used to laugh her head off. So. I mean, it's near and dear to my heart. But yes, make a tapioca time along with Twitter time. Julie thinks they should have sex. Matthew is confused and um, flubbergasted. We cut to... Hold on. One more little thing I have to say about that is she tells him, I think we should have sex. And then she says... So let's get on that. Let's get on that. And yeah, Julie I love is hilarious. That so she much. also <laughs> doesn't look like she wants to have sex. It's very transactional for her. Yeah, and this is all said when they are out on the stoop, and she's just saying bye to Matt as her mom. And her is mom's in the car like, <laughs> to pick hi, her Matt. up, and then he's like, "Hi, Mrs. Mrs. Coach," and he's like, I'm "Did he say that?" Lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. I didn't catch it. Yeah, so, I captioned maxed it. it. So then he gets Caption on Max. That. He gets on. Okay, we cut to Landry giving Matt a wallet condom and Smash oh, intercepts that, it. Oh. Thank you, Smash, because guys. Yeah. Don't do that. No. He gives the It gift. was from his dad's glove compartment. Yeah. Here's the thing. I feel like everyone who's listening to this knows this already, but Probably. it was a fairly well circulated thing of like just keep a wallet in your condom so that you it just keep in case keep a wallet in your condom yeah it doesn't work yeah. like that guys <laughs> yeah it's i do think be that you could keep a wallet in your condom you, if you wanted to but then your money's gonna get all lubed up it'll get slippery <laughs> yeah it's but it does time. get waterproof not like latex <laughs> <laughs> it waterproofs your con your your okay wallets. when you when you put your wallet in your condom do you put it in like unfolded and then fold it with the condom or do you put it in folded Ooh, that's a good one. I was imagining you put it in pre-folded. Pre-folded. It's just a waterproof protector yeah. in case you're on like some sort right. of Splash Mountain situation. Mm. Ooh, mm-hmm. hot tip. If you go to Splash Mountain and need wallet protection, condom just pull out wallet. wallet condom. Yep, take your, take your wallet condom and turn it into a condom wallet. Yeah. 
But thank goodness, mm, Smash coaches Matt. <laughs> this is Landry's the stupidest no tangent we've Smash ever had Mountain. Smash. Speaking of Smash Mountain, Smash <laughs> coaches Matt. Smash Mountain. And um, he's like, listen, you shouldn't do this unless you're married. But if you do, you got to find a time and a place. He brings up good points. And a newer condom. (laughs) Yeah, a condom that is not going to rip immediately. Yeah. What's the best joke that has to do with the fact that condiments has the word condom in it? That's something I'd just like you to to marinate on. Maybe there should be condiments (laughs) to make them smell not so latexy, you know? My school has like a condom mint situation where they give out free condoms and free mints. Yum. Mm, I like that. Yum. Mints. I like butter mints (laughs) the most. Ooh, yeah. I don't don't like the texture. They're so powdery. Yeah, that's the point. It's good powder. I knew some... (laughs) I used to get babysat by some Irish girls that I also went to school with. And they used to make, like, wedding butter mints, like, homemade. And they were, like, the gummy ones that just, like, melt in your mouth. I was all about it. I have a recipe. I have access to a recipe for one of those if you want it. Hell yeah, I'll send it my way. Smash intercept. Then we cut to Herc and Street, who are driving down 6th Street in Austin. Vanessa, what's the deal with 6th Street? It's dirty, Sam. The dirty, dirty 6th. Dirty 6th. As said by my mother, Susan, (laughs) that dear, dear woman, she loves herself a good drug documentary. And the first time I went to Austin, she said... Girl, you steer clear a dirty sixth. And I said, Mom, <laughs> never say those words to me again. <laughs> Vanessa because did you're not steer clear of dirty, dirty sixth. Six all the yeah, time. <laughs> I absolutely did not steer clear. In fact, I went there um, on a weekend by myself, walked did there. Did not get killed. I didn't get killed. Proud Instead, of you. I made friends with two very... Scottish men. Very Scottish men who I could not understand a dang word. There's a thing called the lubricant of alcohol that just lets you understand other languages. I'm not sure how it works, but there's a level where you can understand Scottish men when previously you would not be able to. Were you there with her? No, but I've had experiences okay. yeah. in Hong Kong no, with people I, who I could not understand otherwise. Well, here's the problem, though. I wonder if, if there have been studies on this. If those Scottish men are also very drunk, it does not make it easier <laughs> to understand that. So you're just doing a lot of assumptions? <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot of, huh? What? What is so... It's like trying to communicate with someone while wearing a mask. Yes. Yeah, which is huh? such a fun thing. Say but, again? You better do it. Here's the thing. The point of masks is to help other people. Thank you for my TED Talk. What, why, why is the six dirty? The six is dirty because it is uh, supposedly just riddled with... Drugs? Street drug dealers. And also in this um, thing that I was watching with her, you know, it's quite the the line of how the drugs get to these small street dealers. But I guess there's many of them there, mostly when there's a huge concert 
or like festival or going by. on like south so, yeah by. like south by i think this was like specifically the documentaries was around that time so i mean i didn't see any in fact i saw several policemen on horses and they block the whole street so no cars can go because people are so drunk they just walking all about the place and then there's policemen on horseback very cute yeah i felt safe. i like horse polices yeah. i can't wait until like the world gets to a safe enough place that I can go to the Dirty Sixth and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so Herc and Street, they're driving down. They get to their auditions. And um, they're late to their auditions for the team, the national Rookies. team. And Herc says, Austin's all about women. All about beautiful women. And then Street is bad at talking to people. Uh, Herc is like talking up this lady. And... Um, and Street says, I'll have time to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny. And then she's like, but that's just a question on the form. And he's like, oh. And then he gets into it after he blows off that girl who we will someday find her name. I promise you. And it's today. It's today. It's today but who knows what time. This could be a four-hour podcast as it's going <laughs> no. currently. Um, then maybe it'll be after midnight tonight. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Coach yells at him, and he's like, yes, I'm a real person who can get yelled at. And I think it was such a beautiful moment that he's like, yes, I fit in. Yeah. Because he hasn't had much of that for the last few months. Yeah, the coach was in a wheelchair. All the players were. He just felt like he was with everybody there. And it was just being on a team with guys again. It was cool. playing sports, doing his thing. Any observations, McKinley? My peach is gone. Yeah, we just got some second drinks. I did some refills right quick. Maybe I should get some some desk some desk fridge situation going. <laughs> Can I get a coffee table fridge? Uh, I don't want that. That sounds enabling bad habits. Yeah. Um, We're on to lemon white claw now. Lemon. Ooh. Guess how many carbs it has. Two. Mm-hmm. Guess how many calories. One hundred. It's made. Pure. In the USA? Nope, pure. It's made pure. <laughs> uh, two out of three, that's a solid D. <laughs> Correct, actually, it we is. Ma- <laughs> we make I a was going to say that sounds wrong, but it's it sounds wrong. absolutely correct. That is a solid D. One of my favorite things in music school is when people are like, yeah, your D's a little flat. In choir, it's always so funny. None of, every choir teacher I've ever had just like says very interesting things about D's. Um, and look, it's easy to come D's. up with interesting content about D's. <laughs> Tyra visits the Riggins and talks to Billy about Tim's drinking. And Tim's Billy says that's right on schedule. Billy, <laughs> come on. Billy's funny. He doesn't like his dad. He doesn't like that Tim is hanging out with his dad. But I like that Billy is starting to become a grown-up, even if it's just as a result of hating his father. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His character arc is wild. He's doing good stuff. Mm -hmm. Then we get to Buddy Um, and Coach talking about infidelity at Applebee's. 
They're talking at Applebee's about infidelity, not specifically about infidelity that occurs at Applebee's, just to be clear. <laughs> I hate editors. These. <laughs> uh, so Buddy and Coach are talking at Applebee's about infidelity, and Coach um, says he should end it. Because, yeah, it, he, I mean, he should. My Buddy thing- calls himself a weak man, a sinner, mm-hmm. and, and Coach goes, you're a stupid man. Uh-huh. Which is true, Not wrong. kids. Mm-hmm. And then when he leaves, he's like, I'm going to let you cover the bill. And one of my <laughs> other favorite things that he said was like, Buddy was saying, like, well, you know, well, you know how it is. And Coach says, no, I don't know how it is. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> I he really knows don't. He got that sweet, sweet Tammy ass on the side. Oh He's gosh. not messing that up. He got that, that sweet, sweet Tammy ass. <laughs> Coach has a really good episode. I think yeah. that Coach has a really good episode. Nomination right up. Right here. He's not going to win, no, but no, no. I do think he yeah, has a really nomination, good episode. you know. Okay. I think Tammy should be nominated too, but we oh, haven't gotten we haven't to that. Gotten to we got to get to her nomination. Landry and Matt are buying condoms. Oh. Do you remember the brand name, McKenzie? <laughs> I don't. It's inconceivable. <laughs> These condoms are branded inconceivable, which is the best. That is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And Landry is just like wasting time like he always does. If anyone knows where I can pick does. up some inconceivable <laughs> yeah. We'll have to look in Texas. We'll have to look Maybe in Texas. Yeah, Texas thing. Um, Tammy sees them buying through her stylish sunglasses that she's trying on. Mm-hmm. So she was in a disguise, which is why they didn't see her. Actually, they, she was just like 30 feet away looking from behind. But the attention. worst thing that could happen... The worst possible Matt. thing. And it happens. Poor Matt. Fun scene. I was just, I was really concerned that like the wrath of Tammy Taylor was going to be unleashed. Oh, yeah. We get, because we've seen her get pretty angry in the past few episodes. We also yeah. see in this episode, I think some of the best parenting I've ever seen on TV. Absolutely. It's good parenting. I mean, honestly, moral of this series, teenagers are hard. Teenagers are hard. Parenting is hard. Parenting is harder. They get hard. They're Shut up. (laughs) Um, We get to the next scene. Tammy confronts Julie when she walks in. They do some, like, some good cuts of, look, she's looking at baby photos and this and this (laughs) and at her as on her wedding night. And, um... (laughs) <laughs> she has one of my favorite lines of this whole episode. Don't you smirk at me. I am very upset. Yeah. Um, Julie makes one of the biggest mistakes, which is Laughing. when her mom confronts her about what she saw. And she says, are you guys having sex? And she says, no, we're thinking about having sex. And then her mom says, you're not ready to make love. And then she laughs because it's And then she laughs. Because come on. And ma'am. And that was an immediate mistake. Look, Tammy had some good points in that conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she's like, 
come on. You don't know what it really means when you are having this experience with somebody you love. That is for a person that you love deeply. And you laughing about this proves that you are not mature enough. I mean, yes, these are all good points. But to a teenager, you go, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's stuff that happens. And then... After we see her laughing about that, we cut to Julie telling Matt that they got found out. Yeah, and then she's talking to him about it, and he's like, well, I found, are we just not going to do it now? And she's like, no, we're still going to do it. And then he's like, okay, um, I got you Bradley's, I got us Bradley's cabin. And then she's like, you told Bradley? Now the whole football team knows. And he's like, no, Bradley's good. He won't say anything. <laughs> okay. But, you know, teenagers are very good at keeping secrets, I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one thing, though, that I, that I just remembered about Tammy's talk with Julie. Tammy slows her roll. And she does. she talks about how people can... I, you know, I, I re-looked at my notes. She really talks about how, like, you know, sex is something that can be really empowering and it can be really special with somebody. But if it's not with somebody that cares about you or that you care about, it can feel really degrading and it can be really difficult. And I think that was a very important point that yeah. she made. And so I just wanted to go back and highlight that. And then in the end, she and Julie hug. And that's a really important thing, too. Yeah. The, this entire episode, like, there's that one moment where she raises her voice and she's obviously feeling the emotion of having a child become mature enough to even think about having sex, which I can't imagine. But... Um, she, I think, really does handle it well. And yeah. she talks later on about how important it is, how it's a right for a girl to be able to talk to her mother. That conversation was maybe the best scene in it's the entire It's so good. Episode. So we'll get to that. Like, we'll get to that. But it's, it's, you can already see that she's a well-thought-out parent. She's yeah. not just doing this on the fly, although it happened at a time that she didn't want it to. She knows how to parent and she's, she's being very intentional yeah. very um, intentional yeah and it's important yeah so bradley won't say anything and then um daddy riggins and coach talk at practice and he tells daddy to go to the sidelines yeah daddy that's go yeah i call sidelines. him daddy riggins like through this whole thing it's all capitalized to daddy riggins <laughs> um it was an interaction. It just basically puts that Riggins, I mean, sorry, Daddy is at practice. He's overstepping. He's overstepping. For sure. Um, seven years ago. Then Mac says a $3,000 camera is missing. He tells Coach it. <sighs> That's Which, a... like, happy that Mac only has one line in this whole thing because it's good to get a break from mm-hmm. Mac right from now. From all the Mac stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they sort of go away from that for a minute and we come to, uh, Jason talking on the phone with Lila about practice. Um, Lila's sitting at home and he's talking to her about practice and talking about how, 
how he feels like he's finally part of a team and he's just so stoked about it. Um, and you can see that Lila is just like, as soon as her dad walks in the door, her attention is gone. Yeah. She's not listening to Mr. Mm-mm. Street. Not at all. Because he takes um, Coach's advice and walks in with a bouquet of flowers for his wife. And she and says, starts making um, out my, with mom's her. Ma- my mom and dad are making out. It's weird. And then <laughs> yeah. she hears Street is at a party with the boys. With them boys. With them boys. And she's like, are you at a party with the boys? And he says that it's just with the boys. And he says it's just with the boys. (laughs) Just the boys. (laughs) It's not just with the boys, though. It's Um, not just the boys. There's some Jason (laughs) heads into some other room, and there's a goyle. Yeah, her name and, is Susie. She's a tattoo artist. And it's the She's same a one that he talked to at the That he was kind desk. of a butthead, too. Yeah, he was too. a huge butthead. And she's picking music, and they pick Loretta Lynn. Which is exactly what you want to listen to at a party. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that seems... Look, if I'm a Like party, a weird choice. I'm listening to some coal miner's daughter. I tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. What I love is she says that she's supposed to pick the next CD. I feel like we should get some sound bites, including I'll tell you what. Um, basically, you what? all of the sound bites we would have are Hank Hill, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we or pull Peggy. sound bites solely from King of the Hill. Yeah, just Austin mm-hmm. and Dallas based things can be sound That's fair. bites. Yeah. yeah. Reasonable. Um, so they talk, that's like a little bit flirty. He's, I don't know, he likes Lila, but he's like, well, here's a girl who's here. And so he's talking yeah. to her. He's always been a nice boy. and He's, he's always been a nice, nice boy. boy. He's still being a nice boy. He's, reg- he's obviously regretful about the earlier conversation. And he wants to listen to some Loretta Lynn. Um, it's a classic. Scene, Mac says an assistant coach saw Walt Riggins, who I will... I'm sorry, but Walt is a worse name than Daddy. He saw Daddy Riggins going into the AV room before the camera went missing. I will say I do prefer Daddy. That's a soundbite that we could have because it's about Austin-based stuff. I prefer Daddy. <laughs> I prefer Daddy. I prefer Daddy. <laughs> so um, the the game is afoot. Yeah. Who took the camera? I really hope. Probably daddy because he was caught. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then we cut to uh, Buddy and Tyra's mother. Incorrect. We cut to Coach visiting daddy at home. Yeah. And he's very blunt about... You're right. Hey, I... Do you know anything about this camera? We saw someone going in. And then Tim comes in. And is like, that's Daddy Riggins. You don't talk to Daddy like that. And one important thing is Coach, he doesn't, he knows that the relationship between a father and their child is something that's really important. Yeah. And he doesn't want to embarrass Daddy in Very front of important. Tim. And so his approach <laughs> is uh <laughs> stop laughing this is serious i'm gonna call him walt you watch yourself kenzie that's not even his name he's he recognizes 
Yeah. Hey, Daddy is making an effort with Tim. I don't want to wreck Tim's relationship with Daddy. And so he, you know, Tim is saying all the wrong things. And all like, the does. wrong things. And just saying, well, did you go over... Bradley, this elusive Bradley makes another appearance. He says, did you go and ask Bradley's dad yeah, if he took Bradley the camera? Bradley and why is he all of a sudden yeah. everywhere? So I guess, and Coach is like, no, didn't go to Bradley's house, where the hell Bradley is. <laughs> and he's like, nope, just here. You know, I'm really sorry. You're right. I, I, I shouldn't. Apologize. I apologize. He's- Coach, again, like, I think Coach has a really good episode. And every single reaction, he shows he's aware of what he's doing. He doesn't want to mess things up. He doesn't want to mess things up with daddy. He's he's just being a really good boy. Look, he's a good boy. He's emotionally intelligent, and that's hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we like emotional intelligence. Why don't we have a sizzle sound effect on this podcast i feel like we just need to get a soundboard and we can put a sizzle we can put a that can be done here i can make an intro into some of our times some little sounds yeah we can make it happen will it happen probably not for a while (laughs) stay tuned season two we're only 18 hours into this and by 18 (laughs) hours i mean probably around 25 hours into this (laughs) Thank you for sticking with us, you six beautiful people. (laughs) Uh, Coach apologizes. Then we get to what you were saying about Buddy, who is paying off Tyra's mom. Oh my gosh, he gives her $700. Instead of her whole job that's keeping her family going. Like, what a sick man. I mean, it's probably like a week of wages for her, which is... If we look at it in a less gross way, it's like, okay, I have to fire you. I'm sorry. Here's some severance. But that's not what happened. Yeah, no, he gave her hush money. It's hush money. And you know what made me even more mad is, you know, I'm just going to come right out here and say it. She did nothing wrong. And I know that she did do things with a married man knowingly, but she needed this job so badly. And she knew that it was making her daughter proud and she didn't want to mess it up. That's where issues of power really come into play. It's like you can't, you can't have a consensual yeah. relationship when there's someone who is that much more powerful. And we didn't see behind the curtain, yeah. but I feel like we all know that this was not a situation where she felt like she had And a so choice. at that point, it's not even a how much, ish, how much responsibility does the non-married partner in an affair have? Yeah. It's like... No, your boss is hitting on you. You're going to go with your boss for this. And yeah. you're going to kind of flirt it up. And you're going to do whatever. And it's it's sexual harassment. Buddy's a bad guy. Yeah. And we get affir- reaffirmed this thought later of she only cares about the job. She doesn't, get, she doesn't care about him later. But I won't get to that. <sighs> but he Buddy's tells her trash. about there's, there's yeah. a jo- another job at a different place. And she doesn't care. And then... Julie asks Tyra about sex in a lingerie department. <laughs> in a lingerie. In the lingerie department. 
That was the best. Is moment that like of, a linger longer? It's like a linger longer. There was this episode of The Bachelor this last year where someone says lingery, and it is the funniest moment in live. That's TV. amazing. Like, seriously. Yeah, they seriously I, say lingery. I feel so bad for that person. Because yeah. I've experienced saying words the wrong way for several years what is of the, my life. And what is the funniest word that you've mispronounced? There's only one that, like, sticks in my mind, and I think I've already told the story on this podcast. Okay, but I don't remember. Say it one more time. I was saying Ari. Ari. Ari, yeah. For 22 years. Yeah. Of my life. Not, I actually wasn't saying it for 22 years of my life because that would imply I came out of the womb speaking. I did not. You met me. You, you talked knew. fairly early, though. Did I? I talked before Michaela. That's what I mean by fairly early. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I love bullying my family when they're never going to listen to this. So fun. <laughs> so really, fun. It's so fun. I love it. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite stories, and it's like your, sis- your big sister did, just didn't start talking did. until you made her start talking. My parents bribed her. Like, so my my parents were very anti-McDonald's. Like, I remember calling it dog food growing up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very anti-McDonald's. Now I love me a good spicy McChicken. Um, but growing up, there were some, there was some anti-McDonald's propaganda happening in that house. Um, Michaela, I don't know how old she would have been, probably at least three or so. Um, two, yeah, like probably three or so, because she's two years older than me. Um, she was refusing to talk. And they would bribe her and be like, we will take you to McDonald's and get you a Happy Meal if you just say the words French fries. Like, <laughs> say fries and we'll go to McDonald's and we will get you some. And she just, she refused. Like, she was not going to talk. Obviously, I don't remember any of this. Can you imagine a <laughs> hundred years from now? grandchildren great-grandchildren stumble upon this podcast and start learning family history (laughs) from this bullshit i love that thought i've thought about it because like i have a really strong record of me on the internet at this point and i'm like if i had this kind of information on grandpa i would watch every second of it i would love it yeah I would soak that shit up. Sorry, future grandchildren. I'm not sorry. This is the world in 2020. (laughs) We drink. We cuss. It's core. We talk about lingerie. (laughs) (laughs) It's core. It's a different world. We say, yeah. Um, Yeah, so then I We'll be back to our angelic selves in another few months. (laughs) Yeah, that's the name of this concert. I think we should have sex. This episode. Um, Yeah. So eventually my sister started talking when I did. Love the story. Because she was like, ah, crap. Love it. Love it. The story. I love Mm -hmm. it. Jason is talking to Susie in a bar about his injury. Susie, the... It's real. ...aforementioned girl. Ah, yes. Aforementioned tattoo artist. Woman who is likely a woman and not a girl, but I don't know the difference. I use them interchangeably. Yeah. Um... 
old enough to yeah, do I tattoos. Mean, old enough to tattoo a minor. Here's the thing. It makes me, like, weirdly uncomfortable when people call, like, grown men boys. Unless it's, like, ironically. The boys. Like, that boy. Like, calling something, like, that's a different thing. I saw but a tweet earlier someone... that was really funny. I'm sorry, not sorry for cutting you off, but it was um, some, <laughs> I say it because it's a funny argument, but I still believe guys is ungendered. But it was like, to all of you who claim that guys is ungendered, and if you ask how many guys they've slept with. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. Um, yeah, no, so it makes me uncomfortable when people call men boys, like, in seriousness, daddies. not ironically, because, yeah, you're <laughs> supposed to call them daddy. Yikes. <laughs> At what point do you become a daddy? As soon as you can grow a beard, you are a daddy. Yikes. Oh, there's like a lot of is, child daddies yeah, out I knew there. A, I knew a daddy in seventh grade who was fully I knew a daddy in Never mind, I, grade. I regret things. No. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I get what you but mean. Like, Using these terms is weird, and some people put a lot of value into them. I don't. But I also would but. be really weirded out if someone called me, referred to me as a woman because... She's always a girl to me. Like, <laughs> uh, no, you can't. You can't win. The self-identification is interesting. Like, it's probably just because I feel like a child. And oh, because you are a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great! That clears things up. Thanks. Um, I guess in. we can move on. Speaking of children, this one called Jason wants a tattoo. Yeah, but we first what? he called. We haven't gotten there. Kirk no. calls Street after that's school true. special, and then tries to start a dance party. Yeah, that's one of the best insults ever. <laughs> but only when Kirk says it. Yeah, you can't say it. Kirk can. It's just what the rules are. To McKinley. be fair, things are approximately twenty percent less funny when I say them. Correct. Which is why it's so funny that you keep thinking that you're a comedian and like <laughs> waiting for laughs at the end of sentences you say. Because well, it's you like just if anyone really else funny, said it, so she is a comedian. If anyone else said it, at twenty percent funnier. Does that mean you got to work on your delivery? I don't know. <laughs> I think I just need to work on my general. I just think you got to work as a human being. You got to work. Got to work. Okay. Um... <laughs> The couple leaves. Tries they to go start to a dance party, and oh. then she's like, "Want to get out of here?" Which is like classic, classic. line before you try and bone a person. Yeah. Um, I really, so I really prefer hearing there you to be say some bone jump jumping. some bones rather than bone a person. I don't love hearing those words <laughs> from you. It's almost like when someone said "rail" in this episode, and I said, "Oh my." Yeah. <laughs> rail is a dirty dirty term Fine. yeah and i, I think switch to bone some jumps bone some jumps yeah uh, that I'm makes me feel much better i'm here for that <laughs> not here for railing not here for i would railing. never I'm use to... the term railing it's too aggressive thank you it is too mm-hmm. aggressive. Uh, no like at all not just in yeah front of you, just i don't like all. it ever <laughs> personal preference um, i'm gonna be honest there aren't very many things that i wouldn't say in front of you 
Thank you. That means a lot to me. They go to there a tattoo shop. It's problematic for me. They go to a tattoo shop. And they're trying to decide what to get as a tattoo. And she says, that's wealth in Chinese. It's also douchebag in Chinese. And then... Just douche. Douche. Oh, okay. Sorry. I the bag is adding applied. things. Nope. <laughs> and then they find this one, and he, they settle on getting peace in Sanskrit. Because earlier, He's... he had talked about how he just wanted to find During peace. his after-school special. Yes, mm. his after-school special moment. In fact, the finite moment of that after-school special was him saying... I just wanted to find peace after my incident of not being able I mean, to use my legs. I mean, this is a true coming-of-age episode from a lot of different people. Oh, yeah. It was chock uh, full of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I yeah. kind of support him. Mackenzie, what do you think about 18-year-olds getting tattoos? Do you think it's a smart move that he should do, or do you think he should hold off? Generally, I think the 18-year-olds should um, spend some time thinking about the permanent decisions that they make. Here's the thing. Moving on. I think I would have multiple tattoos right now if I wasn't such a dang wuss when I was 18. So it's just a matter of, did you want to just... Do you want a tattoo? I've always wanted one. We both like the aesthetic of it a lot, but I... We're too nervous to get things that we don't think we'd want permanently. That's a... There's that, and then I also have been bullied in my life into thinking that tattoos need to have meaning. And so it's like, what has meaning to me? Okay, Slipper, my dog. So, like, do I just want Slipper on me? But then you cry every time you looked at it. Yeah, and that would be a lot to ask. (laughs) And so it's like, there's that. And then I've seen, I did find this one artist, but she's in like Glasgow and she's booked up. But I, I think that like, I'd like one, but I also just have too much guilt over doing that still while my mom is still alive, even though I don't really, um, I don't know. I kind of would like one, but I also just don't know what I would ever get or wear or anything. And it's I fair. Think mine Probably is... anyone who gets anything, they should put it on their butt is yeah. the general advice that I, I give. I agree because my di- my difficult decision is like, I'm, I mean, I'm going to grad school for opera performance and I have been a costumer and I am like, it okay, just makes more I've had to help somebody cover up their tattoos for shows and it's just an added layer. And because I know of how many costumes you can put somebody in, I mean, there are costumes where you just put somebody in their underwear and I'm like, well, what, where am I going to get a tattoo where people can't see that on stage? On your butt. And you just solved everyone's problem. Only get tattoos on your butt. Moral of the story. Just butt chock full of tattoos. So I hope that Jason Street gets his tattoo of peace right on his butt. I hope he gets a peace Fingers bun. crossed. Peace of them buns. Riggins house. Right? Timmy finds the camera. Kicks Bottom. daddy out. <laughs> Daddy doesn't close the door. <laughs> I feel like not closing the door is an even bigger meanie 
thing than slamming the no, door. No, this was the even more bad thing. So I wrote this down because it really hurt me because, yeah, he found the camera and then he Tim tells his dad, leave. And then his dad says, look how easy this is. And then walks out the door. That hurt my his heart dad so is a- much. Trash human Daddy being. Riggins, you can go yourself. Because they had built up Can we play so daddy much. issues here? No, we don't have the copyright for it. I got all these daddy issues. There. That Thanks. Was Remember daddy. how that I is really the worst it. song on that she's ever it done? It is. And I remember the that. The album is so good. But I will admit, I like that. I haven't listened to it more than like once. Just in my that life. part is the best of that song. All the rest, yeah. I love me some Demi, it's but like that song. Mm. Daddy issues. Wait, we're thinking about different songs. I was oh. thinking about Beyonce, the oh. one, the only yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were we were talking good. about Beyonce. Oh, I was talking about Demi, and I was like, mm, it's like, like Demi Lovato, a pretty Demi good Lovato, song. Yeah. But I don't know if weird. I've heard that one. Yeah, you got to give that one. that one a listen. So I mean, they it's woke up. Bad. It seemed like it was going to be like a good me. day. Some 2009 Demi Lovato. Oh, for sure. Good. She's for sure. good forever. Go check out my video. I talk about her today. The yeah. one that came out. Um, I like me some Demi. I think she's a really good pop artist. Um, and like a human. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited for the Demi Lovato documentaries that come out at some point in our lives. Yeah, she's got flaws. She makes mistakes. I think it's going to be an interesting story. Yeah. She's... I think a good person. I think so. Um, yeah, that was a hard scene to watch. Ugh. Poor Tim. I put a little, uh, like a mini crying corner because I like mini got teared up after his dad was like, look how easy this is for yeah, me to leave sucks. you. Like, oh There's a bigger gosh. one coming. Yes, absolutely. Truer <sighs> words never said. <sighs> okay. All right. All Next right. scene. Matt is at Bradley's cabin. <laughs> this is my Bradley. There are many taxidermied animals. <laughs> oh and my god! And then he like looks around and he sees the animals and he's like, uh, in a very Matt way. And then Julie comes. It's also just dirty. Yeah, it's it's a gross place for it's them to good. lose their V cards. Julie comes and says they need to get right down to the sex. Mm-hmm. Right down to it. She's like, I have to be home by 11. I said I was at so-and-so, Lois's place. We gotta Let's get this get on going. It. In her words from earlier, um, let's get on that. <laughs> let's get to boning. Yeah, She didn't say that. Um, it's just an in-between <laughs> thing. There's not anything real that happens in this. And then Coach can't find the aspirin. But he finds a bag with some fancy undies. Lingery. Lingery. And then Tammy tells Coach about the condoms. He's not happy. He threatens a nunnery. He sends Julie to a nunnery in Rome. Get the two. And then he's going to rip Matt's head off. Yeah. Um, Classic dad results. Classic dad results. Um, to see if she's there studying. Spoiler alert, she's not. Yeah. She's um, like, then we got... Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, are you guys ready to go to Applebee's? I sure am. Let's go to Applebee's. 
Tim visits Applebee's. Tyra at Applebee's. Not a sponsor. And asks her to take a break. Um, she's like, uh, I'm super busy. I can't do that. WTF. She's got to really, take care of ladies. He should have just asked to, like, be sat in her section. Yeah. Agreed, He's, but he didn't whatever. do it. He, he didn't do that. For her. One of the few. Anything he else didn't on that one? I just had do it. five words of notes for this scene. No. Um, then we go yeah. back to Bradley's cabin where the deer is staring at Julie. Judging her. Yeah. She's, judging her. She's Ma'am, getting nervous. And... That's her judging herself. I she think. goes through all of the senses. She's like, this, this deer, deer is staring at me. It feels too hot. Matt opens a window. And then it smells like wet dog. Like, she just is getting very nervous, you can tell. Like, she really likes She wants likes to control. Matt. But Matt Everything. takes the hint. Matt does take the hint. He's, he's a, a good nice boy. boy. He backs Smart off. Boy. He's like, hey, we don't have to do this. And she's like. And she's like, wait, really? What? She's so relieved. Yeah, you don't want to. Man, it was do your that. idea. Yeah, and he. Do did... you think that she just thinks that if she doesn't do the sex with him, that he'd break up with her? Because that doesn't Maybe, feel like that. Like, it I really feels more why. like she's just wanting to get it over with so that she can it, fit yeah. in in some general yeah, sense. Yeah, I think she wants to like almost do him a favor. Like, sh- like she's told that she's supposed to do this. And she thinks, like, Matt's on the football team. All of his friends are probably doing this with their girlfriends. Like, I probably need to do this. It doesn't See, feel no, it like it feels a... to me like she... It, it feels to me like she's been around a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. And so she thinks that everyone thinks... That, which, and when you're in high school, everyone sort of does make it this massive deal. Not in Bountiful. And so she's like... Let me tell you a story <laughs> about Bountiful, Utah. Sam Johnson sitting on the back row of choir. Didn't everyone came in from I believe they did this at seminary, but I'm not sure. They had physical V cards that said B on them. And they were flashing them V cards about. Oh my gosh. The virtue signaling in Bountiful Utah is next level. Yeah, it was the opposite of that at Chiawana High School in Pasco, Washington. Where you grow up has a great deal to do with how your high school experience is. And yeah. also, maybe I just didn't have friends and didn't get exposed to it, because I'm sure it was happening. But, I mean, we had a few teenage pregnancies, not not a ton of them, but, like, it's it's a weirder world, I feel like, when people aren't able to talk about it. And one of the shows that I've been watching this week is um what is it awkward mtv on awkward did you ever watch that no it's legitimately good it's really really good and so i've been watching that and like they talk a lot about high school sex and i'm like and the other one we're watching too yeah and the other one i'm watching too i got banned from watching watching? a tv show in high school because it talked about sex too much yeah, and that, then, like, the ugh. Mindy Kaling one, the Never Have I Ever, like, that one talks about it a lot, too. What so one did you bad. get banned from? 
um, Secret Life of the American Teenager. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I remember watching that one. You and I I watched, like, up. two seasons of it. Well, you are, and then like, my mom... less than two months apart Yeah, in age. you and I are we... very similar in age. Watch the very, like, similar things. Yeah. And... My mom, like, I watched, like, two seasons of it, and then my mom watched a couple of episodes and was like, oh, yeah. no. I watched a lot of that 70s show in my which room. Which is even worse. Which is even worse. I... And... I just well, and watch I watched Friends all the time with, with my them. parents. That one I'm surprised about because my mom hated Friends. Like, she would not let me watch Friends. And I've been watching Friends with my of, family since I was, like, 10. It's yeah, been a family thing all tradition. All of your family loves Friends. I'm like, are you joking? I'm, like, the only one that's not in love with Friends in the whole family. My mom was like, that is so inappropriate and it's would stupid. never let me watch it. I'm stupid, but not for that. No. <laughs> So anyway, circling back, yeah. it's just like, is this actually how high schoolers are? Because we're all thinking about it. But in Bountiful, Utah, yeah. we're just also tortured with guilt and stuff. It's not the same in that yeah. area. Yeah. Well, um, I mean. I would just love for people to handle it like Coach and Tammy handle it. Yeah. That's not that would how be great. many people handle it. Not at all in any Not place. even a little and, bit. You know, it's yeah. it's mostly a lot of, I don't know, in, in my family, it was a lot of guilt. It was just like, it, when I was growing up, it was no rules were really set. It was, you know what's right. You know what's wrong. Don't yeah. do the wrong stuff, okay? Did and you I, ever get like a sex talk? No, and I think that was the problem was I saw all of this stuff in TV shows. I talked about stuff with high school friends. I, in fact, didn't even know very many high school friends who had had sex, but I was like, well, when you're in high school, you get a boyfriend, right? Even when you're in middle school, I don't know, when you're a girl, you feel like your goal is socially is to make a guy like you and that is like your goal in middle school and in high school and you just want to be liked so bad it hurts and so when someone finally likes you you're like oh my gosh someone likes me they want to I have to give all of my attention to them let me tell them everything about me yeah they probably and if they're like older than you you're like oh they definitely know everything I I don't know what yeah that's probably what's going going on you know they know what's going on I should just follow their lead and try and do what they want so that way they'll still like me and it's really hard my god just need to talk about sex there needs to be an open conversation about it it is far too taboo yeah it's like you can in american culture okay and yet if you brought this up to a cousin of ours who decides that posting on facebook (laughs) about how Okay, we have a cousin. Guys, I'm, I don't so, even give a shit if she li- She's <laughs> never going to listen to this. This is She's public. never going to listen to this. But we have a cousin who we don't really follow on Facebook, but like every once in a while we'll follow her on Facebook for a night. Um, <laughs> and then we saw, I don't even remember which of you fools found this one. Gabby. She posted a picture of her husband shirtless. Cool. Love your husband. That's great. You can love your husband. 
The hashtags were like hashtag. In fact, pan- we encourage it. We encourage loving your husband. Hashtag panty dropper. Hashtag thanks for all the orgasms. So we as cousins do our due diligent duty of posting pictures of vomit. <laughs> GIFs of Michael Scott going, no, no, no. Because that's what's I expected from your cousins when you post about stuff like that on Facebook. And she took it as a holier-than-thou way to say, you guys are immature about sex. It's more of a warning. You know all of your family sees your stuff. We're the ones you don't need to worry about. But, like, warning, parents and aunts and uncles are going to see this. Warning, she you're being a little care. bit silly and gross. She doesn't care because she's just trying to free her life from that, which, like, is fine. But, like, bringing it she on was a, trying to she sex totally with her husband. missed the, pro- the point. Like, I don't Absolutely. care that you have a sexual, happy relationship with your husband. I think that it's interesting that you guys didn't figure out birth control for 10 years, but I don't <laughs> care. Like, Me? that's your life. Go have a, that life. I All for it, for breaking out of the shackles of Mormon guilt for being able to have that kind of life. Go for it. But, like, Facebook is a public thing, and there's a difference between having an open dialogue about how, how you can have a healthy sexual relationship. She also relationship. mentioned all the kids thing. She also mentioned all the kids. She's like, you don't have a... You don't have five kids in seven years if you have an unhealthy sexual relationship, which, um, not true, not true at all. That just means that you guys don't know anything about contraception, but like, it was inconceivable, inconceivable. (laughs) Ah, Matt's a good boy at home. Coach and Tammy are stressed. Here's the thing. Quarantine does this to us where we comment on things that we wouldn't normally comment on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you're hearing good. like 25 years of pent up <laughs> weirdness between family. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> to experience our weird yeah. family pent up and weirdness. And it wouldn't... Love it. Okay, if... If we were in, we were like really stressed out about like, do we want to post this? And they're like, yeah, why not? It's hilarious. So we did it. But like, we've had entire family blow ups about more simple things than this. (laughs) And so there's much sillier things. So there was a genuine risk there when we all commented that like, maybe it would have turned. I feel like like we just wanted that to happen, though. (laughs) I wouldn't mind her blocking. I just feel like we're bored and that was a poke the bear moment. Yeah. yeah. And that's really what it was. Like if we weren't in quarantine, this is not a thing that we would have done. We were okay. bored. It was some entertainment. It was entertaining. Cut to. Um, if I may. <laughs> Coach Tammy stressed. No, I, I'm not done with. Okay. I'm not okay. done with. Julie Let's go. Matt. Let's go. Matt's okay. Matt's a good kid, and he was like, we can just hang out and eat. And, like, honestly, I think just for that, he should get Hottie of the Week, because nothing is hotter than just hanging out and eating. He has yeah. so many nominations. Okay, uh, there are, this I think is going to be a challenging one, because yeah, I'm between, like, three people right now, yeah. and I'm, I still think all of them did a good job. A hundred percent. Of being hot this week. <laughs> <laughs> good job being hot. Yeah. 
this next scene though was a was a rough one for me. Ooh. This was this was the Oh, this isn't the roughest one. No. But it's a good one. This was a crying corner for me. Really? Yeah. I liked it a lot. Is there some emotional trauma there? Well, that we need to get into? I don't know, but I just loved, so it it cut after she's so relieved about not having to have sex. It cuts to Coach and Tammy, and they're just staring at each other across their dining table. Just pissed as all get out. And finally, Tammy breaks the silence, the hottie that she is. Oh, hottie Tammy. And she kind of pleads her case. And she's like, you know, I I didn't tell you about this stuff because I kind of knew what would happen. When you're with someone for a long enough amount of time, you kind of know their responses that you're going to get. And you know when you're not going to like it. And she kind of in the end just says, look, I need my daughter to be able to talk to me. And I need... First and foremost, you know, there's giving advice and there's all of that stuff. But in the end, I need to say the things that are going to make my daughter want to come to me and talk to me. I really loved the way that she handled all of it. Like even just leading up to that comment, she, Coach was, he was a little blamey and was kind of mad at her. And it, I mean, Anyone watching it can understand that it's him taking his frustrations out in the wrong way. And he, you know, probably realistically wasn't actually mad at her, but it was coming off that way. And so when they were sitting, staring at her, when she, the first thing that she said to break that silence was basically like, look, we've been parenting for the same amount of time. I have the same amount of experience here that you do. Like, we're both just winging it. And then she goes into, like, that the comments about, like, I just, I want my daughter to be able to talk to me. Mm-hmm. That's where that this all came from. I wasn't going to respond in a way that would shut that down. And, like, just the way that yeah. she handled everything was, it was fantastic. I loved it. And she talked about how, you know, there is a really special bond between a mother and a daughter. And you can't take that away by trying to force them to do something. It doesn't work. And it really resonated with me. And I felt like it was some of the strongest, like, parental advice in the show thus far. It was really good. It was, it was great. It was done really well. I also, well. Coach apologized at the end. Yeah. He said, which I'm was fantastic. Sorry. Yeah, he said, I'm sorry if I hurt you. And sometimes when people say that, they're like, I'm sorry if I hurt you. But he didn't say it like that. He yeah. genuinely like didn't realize that he hurt her it he was kind of in a shake moment of you were the one that could have stopped this from happening why didn't you do it mm-hmm. and he just very softly said i'm sorry if i hurt you and it was really important because that's another thing not even just we got that like extremely well-spoken parental advice and then along with that like the thing that you need in any relationship, which is the ability to apologize. It's the hardest thing to do anytime in any sort of relationship you're in, in a friendship, with your family members, with, you know, 
a person you're romantically involved with, it's the hardest thing. And he did that after such rage and hurt that it was really special. It was, it was very good. So that um, was a, a, one of the crying corners for me. I agree. I think that was one of the best moments in this episode. Um, just needs to be talked about. Yeah. So many problems in life are just communication problems. And when raising children, having the ability for them to talk to you about those hard things is yeah. paramount. It's paramount. Yeah. Uh, my note is Tammy is the best. Yeah. Then, the couple of the night are leg wrestling. <laughs> They're just having fun. They're just having fun, this, hanging out. It was just a cute scene. Uh, Nothing big sweet. happens. He calls her feet ugly, so I guess he's not going to be asking for any feet pics anytime soon. Way to go, Matthew. Um, but it was just a cute scene. And that leads us into the saddest scene Tim is drinking in a parking lot. He goes into the bar looking for a fight. Um, it's the same bar that he was sharking at earlier with his dad. And these grown men decide that, yes, it's okay for us to get in a fight with a 17-year-old. This is all just so... It was so heartbreaking for me to watch because all of this was done very intentionally by Tim. Mm-hmm. No, he wanted, it to get was... up. he wanted to get beat up. Yeah. He wanted to yeah, feel like, hurt in a different way than what he was feeling. And he he got drunk. He knew that showing up there would result in this. And he just walked straight into it because he was hurting so badly. And it yeah. broke my heart. Yeah. It's really sad. Oh, the legacy of Tim. Tim Riggins, that beautiful, beautiful boy. Yeah. And also, like, the music. It was all just very conducive to Crying Corner. Yeah. they. I'm telling you, music. What a thing, isn't it? Weird how music matters. Tyra's mom then tells her about being, calls her. No. She's they're together. At the tells Applebee's. her about being fired at Applebee's. And then Tyra gets a call from the lady who works at that bar that Tim is at saying, Hey, Tim is here get over here he's trying to get beat up um and then it cuts to tim who is losing billy and tyra pull up in his in a truck and then um billy pulls the dude off of him and tyra's just being nice to him i think tyra's maybe another candidate yeah. Tyra's always hotter. Tyra week. gets hotter every single episode <laughs> of this show. Sam's just no, for emotionally real, like, okay, the first and time, physically. The yeah. first time that I watched this, I was like, wow, Lila is freaking hot because she is. But then as it goes on, I'm like, no, it's Tyra. Tyra's the one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing with Tyra is... And what's crazy is, like, I always knew that she and Tim definitely had some history, and it always alludes to that. But this moment really told it to me because it's, like, the fact that the owner of this bar in whatever area in the town knows to call Tyra. And that's saying to me the only person responsible enough that she knows is going to come down there and care about Tim and really take care of this is Tyra. 
like she's gonna get it done and you know well and at the beginning of the episode you see her trying to care for like yeah he he's done i mean honestly he's probably brought a lot of grief to her life and no one is looking out for him and she goes out of her way to make sure that there is someone yeah Yeah. absolutely and she's just so consistently good with him yeah yeah okay so we have four votes on our poll so far just to check in i'm so mad about it i Um, retweeted it two for vanilla one for tapioca one for chocolate yeah i retweeted it and I said, it is inconceivable that Vanilla is currently winning. Pull it together, guys. <laughs> also, you know, the glories of packing, I found a box of vanilla put or chocolate pudding mix. So love I'm going to make some, some chocolate pudding. I love pudding. I want to make banana pudding, mm. but I need bananas I to do that. I love banana pudding. How did banana your banana pudding turn out today? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm pretty hungry. We got to get through this. We're at an hour and a half. <laughs> um, Tyra. Okay, Tyra's nice. Okay, we caught two. Julie and Matt fell asleep cuddling. It's 1.30 a.m. They missed curfew. Um, it happens. It's a yeah. thing. I think their parents recognize, like, if they even talked about it, like, that's a thing that happens. But, um... They, Matt drops her off and she's like freaking out and then he says I love you and then she says me too I love you too and they're cutie little they're cuties so cute um uh me too <laughs> but me then too. like the cute little smile as she walked into the house unsuspecting that her parents were gonna be sitting there waiting for her Ugh. and then honestly what teenager doesn't know by now or, Honestly. you know, maybe this is just me, but grown college girl coming home from her only friend in the town's house at Christmas break, having her mom still up waiting for her. <laughs> like, my parents have never done now? that. <laughs> my parents, have, like, literally, even in high school, there was one time. Well, so the only time that they would wait up with me for me is if they knew I was with a boy. But when that was happening, my curfew was 10 p.m. Mm. Um, when I was not with a boy, I didn't really have a curfew. See, none and, of that was... Like, they wouldn't wait up. There, I could have been lying to them. It wasn't. But there, like, were, there were no real rules in my house until they were broken. One, don't break the rules, <laughs> even though you don't know what the rules are. Yeah, exactly. So, um, a lot of it was then shame for breaking rules I didn't know existed. You're like, wait... <laughs> and I was basically like under house arrest. Even I only had one friend in high school. And if I was going to hang out with her, my mom's like, who are you hanging out with? Are you staying at her house the whole time? Oh, you're going someplace else. Where are you going? How long are you going to be there? And I was like, oh, my gosh. They, my parents mm. did not trust their parenting <laughs> skills like Tammy and Coach Taylor do in this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, my parents, like, I would leave and they'd be like, oh, who are you hanging out with? And I'd be like, oh, Tabitha. And they're like, all right, see ya. <laughs> and not- then I'd get home at, like, 2 a.m. <laughs> Do not there was know one time that I got home untru- at, like, there was one time I got home at, like, 4 a.m. and I woke them up when I was coming back into my room and my mom was like, did you just get home? 
And I was like, uh, yeah. And she was like, don't get home this late again. <laughs> but never gave me, like, a time. She was like, just don't, not this late. <laughs> Like, all right. The variety is oh, just my. incredible. Um, so she gets in. The first thing that said, Coach says, are you all right? Way to go, Coach. Yeah. Way to go. I think we've mm. talked about this in a previous episode. It, like, Tammy was flying off the handle, and that was his only question. And he's really good about that. Like, yeah. he's great at making sure that she knows that ultimately her well-being is the most important thing yeah Yeah. i mean she you know she's a good girl and she knows it yeah she walks into the door and sees her parents and immediately apologizes she's like she goes through the whole thing of she even like yeah she even tells them that she was with matt she's like yeah she's a good girl and yeah, she, she knows, knows it. it. She walks into the door. She's like, I feel like I'm there's so a sorry. I was there's with not. Matt. I fell asleep. We fell asleep together. No, it wasn't like that. We didn't do anything like that that you're thinking of. That's the wrong idea. And I know I have a cell phone and I should have called you guys. That's I'm the whole reason you forever. gave me. I'm going to be grounded forever. I'm so sorry. I know it's past curfew, but like she's there's there. This is where the two way street comes into play. She was raised really well to know that she can trust her parents to know that she's a good person and she wants them to take care of her and she respects them. And then the other way street is she's honest with them because they've made her feel like she can be honest with them. And I love that. I love that so much. They're they're good parents. Like this Um, was another great moment for me. Coach looked just so sketched out the entire time. I was dying laughing at his face. <laughs> it was He's wonderful. He's not ready for his baby to grow up. Who is? Not mm. at all. And Your mom? No. He's bad at poker no faces. He's not. Church. Forgiveness. Um, then we get to churchy church. And she they're doing some mom. churchy things. I just had to say that. Oh, she does hug her mom. They do some churchy things, and then we see Tyra and her mom driving, and Tyra's sort of, like, trying to come up with ways to, like, kill time for her mom so that she has something to focus on, I think. I don't know. Um, And then her mom pulls up to the church and jumps out of the car and slaps slaps Buddy. Yeah. Many times. And then she says my favorite thing, which is, you could have at least let me keep the job. And I'm like, yeah, girl. Right in front of his wife who walks off. It's in amazing. front of his daughter. Brian. In front of the whole community at the church. Whole community. So great setup for next week. Love it. Ooh. You, that's a um, thing you've then... been doing a lot lately. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you've been ooh. doing a lot of those I'm sounds. I'm here for it. Um, I make a lot of sounds. Then Tim goes to Coach's house, brings the camera. He also asks him, are you okay? Coach is great. He says, I'm glad that Tim in. has some people on his team. Yeah. Guess who did the captioning? Caption Max. You're damn right. It was Caption Max. Can we have a jingle for Caption Max? Um, we could. You're right. Yes, we could. Will we? Different question. This episode, I'm going to admit, really brought out 
my mommy issues. And I have an excellent mother. But, I mean, Everyone has a little bit of mommy issues. Everybody has mommy issues. I, you know, I'm just going to make Daddy this issues generally. are talked about a lot. And mommy yeah. issues aren't. They're no. under-recognized. And I have just generalized this generalized opinion. I don't know if it applies. But it. I mean, what Tammy was saying, like, the bond between a mother and a daughter is really important. And, you know, I was watching the new Mindy Kaling show, Never oh, Have I Ever. So good. It's so good. So good. And one thing that I think is awesome that her mom does is she, I mean, and yes, this is after, like, a of severe incident happens in her life but she just puts her in therapy and the girl just in high school talks to her therapist about all the stuff going on that she doesn't really feel comfortable talking about to her family and I think that is such a gift to be able to do because like you can't always tell your friends because they're gonna tell somebody else and then you got a whole mess on your hands you can't tell your mom because she can't help but judge you about some things and feel disappointed and you know then you feel that shame that comes right back at you and I just think it's such a gift to be able to talk to somebody freely and honestly about your problems going on that you have you know feel shame for Mm -hmm. and need to be able to talk through it so this was great and I loved that after she came home she hugged her mom and she said thanks for the talk because it helped Tammy know yes I was listening like you're a good person it wasn't a waste of time like I'm a smart girl we got this it's a hard time. I don't expect anybody to parent it correctly. There's no right way, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was what this episode taught me, you know. Everybody's a different high schooler. Everybody's a different high school parent. Mm-hmm. And all of it's hard. Parenting is hard. Yeah. I'm not I even a parent. It to anyone. Yeah. And I don't recommend. <laughs> Babies are cute. Once you realize man, you they have turn to into be... some not cute teens. Yeah. And once you realize you have to be a parent for them through the entirety of your life, it's rough to think about for sure. But also like even when they're babies and they're cute, they're a lot. Yeah. It's, Gabby called me so this morning work. because she like Jack was on the verge of a breakdown and she was like, no need to get like some sort of distraction in here before this breakdown actually starts to hopefully thwart it. And so I got a FaceTime at like 9am. He's so cute. Yeah. He's so cute. And like, we were able to avoid (laughs) breakdown. I mean, he he wanted to break down because he didn't get any chocolate. She thought it was a good idea to try and make chocolate chips with him. Chocolate chip cookies with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not quite old enough to do that. No, he's not very good at measuring things. Um, yeah, he's not very good at measuring things apparently, and gets really mad when you try and take the teaspoon away from him because you need to measure. Yeah. Um, and then they didn't have any leftover chocolate chips for him to eat, mm. and so he was about to break down. Yeah. I guess and so she was that. like, "Ooh, do you want to call Grandpa?" He's like, "Yeah." And so they called Grandpa, and Grandpa didn't answer. So I was second string. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, definitely one of the most, I'm sure, rewarding experiences and biggest accomplishments you can have. Being second string 
to grandpa. Being yeah, no, that is one of my biggest family. accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> rewarding. Huge so, accomplishment. Welcome to Twitter time. We have Twitter we have Twitter one, Twitter. Question. one question. Do you want to read it? Sure. Um, our question is <laughs> apparently I was bullying. Sorry, I got distracted. Okay. Anna says, okay, and Anna, I just want to start off by saying that the very beginning of your tweet is not true. Um, but she says, I'm trash and don't have any FNL related questions. But Sam, how is moving going? Good. Ready for it to be over. <laughs> Expensive. Great answer. Um, and Mackenzie, were the macarons salvageable? Also, how do both of you pronounce macaroon? <laughs> I appreciate that you just said it both possible ways. Well, and I, there are different I suppose things to they're, there's also the they are. macaron that you can say it, which I feel like is sure, a hybrid yeah. of the ones that you bake with the egg white that are not coconut. For me, if it's coconut, it's a macaroon. If it's yes. not, it's a macaron. And if yeah. you want to say a macaron or macaron or whatever, I'm pretentious, so I'll say les macarons. Yeah, so actually, yeah, this is does. a conversation that I had yesterday. Um, because I told a friend that I was going to be making macarons. Um, and I said it macaroon. And he was like, wait, what kind? And I was like, the French ones. He was like, okay. Because that's not how the French ones are said. And I was like, yeah, but if you say them the correct way, you sound like a pretentious asshole. You just have to deal with I it. The, I have a degree in pretension. Nah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Vocal performance is a pretentious degree. Well, because I've got then, that degree. I know, and we both know how to go order at Buca de Beppo and <laughs> make it sound as terrible as possible. But, like, we don't. We may well, have a degree in knowing how to be pretentious, but we're not pretentious ourselves, I don't think. I will say <laughs> Macron, though, as much as I can, because, like, to me, it's a clear delineation. And both are amazing cookies. I love both. Both I've never them. had a coconut macaroon. Oh, so good. Ooh, yum. So I good. love coconut. Yeah. So you would love them. Also, you would love it then. he, this friend, thought that they were Chinese in order. You gotta drop him. Well, then that you can't even accept any I had, thoughts. I corrected it. Yeah. Gotta drop him. I made sure he knew. He Googled it because he didn't believe me. That man's a fool. And I don't know. Well, we know. Oh, we are up to no. 12 votes on favorite pudding flavor. Oh my gosh. 42% oh. vanilla. Tapioca and chocolate are tied at 25%. Butterscotch, 8%. I'm liking 12 this. votes, 22 hours left. Oh, chocolate just to, is now tied with vanilla. What? No, it's not. We're up to 14 votes now. Okay, we're up. Yeah, good oh, job. wowie zowie. This is going like crazy. Um, anyways, in answer to the part of the question that I did not yet answer, um, they are edible. I'm, they're not <laughs> eat, good enough eat, for eat. me to actually, like, construct, Photograph. though. Oh, really? No, they're, mm. like, I'm, I'm absolutely not photographing them. I'm not even constructing them. It's I'm using them cookie. as, like, here, well, I thought the first time I ever made them, I was very successful. I haven't been able to do it again. Uh, it, they're just so persnickety. Like, yeah. the humidity can change how they turn out, yeah. which 
makes me mad. Um, so I'm sort of just using them as like lull dippers <laughs> because like my batter was, I think my batter was either over mixed or adding the teaspoon of coconut emulsion made it too wet. Um, well, I'm unclear. glad that they tasted good. They taste delicious. Um, Do they have any sort of the texture? A little bit. Um, they just yeah. spread a lot. Yeah, and they didn't texture. really develop any feet. <laughs> um, they have, like, the chewiness. Like, mostly the texture is fine. There's not as much of, like, the exterior crunch as you want. Which, like, normally even does kind of go away after it's been in the fridge for a little while. Yeah. But, like, they're just so... they Like, they were so runny when I was trying to pipe them that it was really hard to pipe as, like, an individual without trailing between... Like, I had to put my finger on the top of the piping bag to stop things from coming out and then like move to the next one. And then they just spread so much. And yeah, it's just, I think that I've decided there's a conspiracy theory somewhere surrounding them. Yeah. Do you know what makes like, perfect? No. <laughs> Die in a hole. I'm sorry. That was me. Our next section is called hottie of the week. Oh, um, here are my oh, nominations. This is a hard one. Tammy's nominated for her exceptional parental skills. Yeah. Um, Matt is nominated for his exceptional being a good teenager skills. Coach is nominated, but he won't win. And poor Tim is nominated just because he is. I, I'm going to throw out a, a little nomination for Little Miss Julie. For, I feel like, being courageous enough to be honest with her parents and... To me, that's still, like, a point toward the parents, too. It cancels out. Yeah, okay, okay. Did it, wait, did you nominate Matt? I did. Okay. I zoned out for for a minute. It happens. Yeah, he's a good boy. boy. Um, I think he covered the bases. Yeah. Okay. Everyone who needs to be represented is represented. Oh, I do have one more that needs to be nominated. Are you doing a Tyra? I'm not nominating Tyra, no. I'm oh, wait, no, not Tyra should be nominated. Okay, Tom, yeah. Tyra can be nominated. Uh, let me find out who is nominated. One second. Uh, Bradley. <laughs> The elusive Bradley. <laughs> Bradley needs his nomination. Ugh. Oh man, the I'm hero. I'm leaning toward Tyra. I or not Tyra. I'm leaning toward Tammy because yeah. I think that she one looked real good, and two was <laughs> a very good mother. Yeah, I'm going for Tammy. Absolutely. She, I'm on board. She rocked this one. All right. It's also been a minute since she won, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's been a minute. Party of the week. It's been a while. Miss Tammy Taylor. Miss Tammy, Tammy Taylor. Um, let's see. Yeah, Tammy. Last time Tammy wins. Episode two. Oh, what a tragedy. Been well, indeed. Man. Uh, her time been has been coming and came. So, I think that's all of our segments and stuff. 
That's every. I mean, we normally like recommend some stuff that like talk about stuff that we've been yeah, watching. Here are some recommendations. We we did some of that, but awkward. I think is a good teen drama. Um, Mindy Kaling's is the Never show of the I week. Ever. Never have I it ever. It is so oh, good. It incredible. is incredible. Um, I just finished up season two of Dead to Me. Uh, I started watching season show. one again. I haven't finished it yet, but I just. That is a very good show. Um, that I also really like the show Working Moms. Working Moms is good. I still have a little bit of season three left. Watch some Miss Marple. Watch some Miss Marple. If you're interested in just like a good thing, watch Marple. I love me some Marp. Agatha Christie. Um, and then I was watching, what was it? It wasn't special, was it? It was, what's the one with my lady, um, Mini Driver? Mini Driver. Yeah, we rewatched. We some watched of that a few one. episodes of that. I can't remember Speechless. what. Speechless. Speechless. Speechless is a really good show. Yeah, I like it. I think I've recommended it to you before. You've seen it. What but we I don't do think in the shadows also oh, continues to be so really funny. good. Um, yeah, that's everything we've been up to. Mm-hmm. May your eyes be clear. Your heart's full. Don't you dare lose. Don't even think about it. That's We're it. sorry about an hour and 47 minutes. Huh? That's Not it. sorry. That's the podcast. That's the podcast. <laughs>